Hello. Hello, everyone. Intuitive Perceptions back again with our secret, mysterious co-host here. She goes by the name of Ariana, but she's wonderful soul, super, super spiritual individual, and I just had to have her on this podcast. And today, guys, we're going to be discussing or talking um, about an array of things. But most importantly, it's going to focus around relationships and tarot. Uh, so, Ariana, um, how would you like to open this up? Well, thank you very much for having me. But thank you very much for having me. How's that? Nervous much? Absolutely. It's a warm morning. <laughs> now that I know you're recording me, it's like, what the? Okay. Right. How would I like to? How did I meet Mark? Well, I'll say in a corny way. I found Mark, like I find most people that I need to get a message from. I was led to Mark. I'm an idiot. No, I'm not. I just know what I mean. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> it's all um, in divine timing. It is all in divine timing. I found Mark in the most uncanniest way, but, you know, for me it's normal. For other people it's like, wow, wow, wow. So I do draw play on the synchronicities that made that happen. Going through a moment, I can't actually recall how I stumbled on a video Mark had with another reader, medium perhaps. I'm not sure she's a medium. Mark's very interesting. Um, it was, um, I think it was with Miriam Kramer. She's another reader. At that time, we were um, we were collaborating together and we were doing things. Yeah, I want to say it was um, Miriam Kramer. Yeah, shout out to to Miriam Kramer. Her channel's awesome. She's a fantastic reader and a hell of a chart reader. Anyway, go ahead, Ariana. <laughs> anyway, so I I fell on this this video footage on YouTube with Mark collaborating with Miriam with another reader, and I just thought I have he's got to read for me. Now, I'm not big on just anybody reading for me because, unfortunately, when you allow people to read for you, when you <laughs> really seriously anything, seriously, they, they know everything. So I'm a bit itchy about who I want to have read for me. And when I did decide to connect with Mark, the funniest thing happened, I, before I, I went and looked at his website and his chat box popped up and I was blown away, won't lie. I was blown away that <laughs> yeah. actually a person at the end of that chat box replying, yes. hey, how are you going? So I thought, oh, this is really good advertising. This is really cool. Um, I try to be as accommodating as possible. But yes, absolutely. That you were. So I was very impressed with that. And then we, we, had a, we had a chat and I felt comfortable and I didn't actually talk to Mark straight away. And then it sort of hit me one, one afternoon or one morning, I'm going to talk to Mark. And the funniest thing is I picked it up. Mark didn't notice it because I told him later what <laughs> yeah. he'd done and the message that he gave me. It was um, – I was at a really, really low point and like we all do when we're going to tarot is we're very vulnerable. Right. Absolutely. So, and then your dad came through and you just shook it all <laughs> up and it was great. Um, yeah, you did a lot of shaking up. But the yes, your dad's very active. <laughs> the point of this connection, right, was that Matt gave me a passage from the Bible that totally resonated with me. And I'm going to share it with you because I think everybody should get a load of this, this passage if you don't read the Bible. And I don't. But that day I did. 
the other coincidence to it was not only was it the parable that he gave me, but it was the time that I connected with Mark. Now, Mark is Mark's name, of course, Mark, intuitive perceptions. I contacted Mark at 12 o'clock. Really? He gave me a parable, yes. Wow. He gave me the, par- the message that he gave me, and I knew that I had to get the message. Like, when you know you need something, you'll get a download of information, a lot of information, but what will resonate, it will almost be like a louder chime than all the other babble that goes on in the background. Everything else becomes mm-hmm. background noise. Yeah. And so Mark and his parable, Mark 12, and then I looked at the time and thought, oh, my gosh, I started talking to you at 12 past, Mark. How funny is that? Wow. And um, so it's just those little synchronicities that I've always sort of let lead. And just it's – I couldn't say it's gut feelings either that got me to you. It's also something just almost just sits at the top of my cranium a little bit. <laughs> oh, your, oh, your crown chakra was busting off? <laughs> yeah, something like that. My crown chakra tends to be a little bit – the, yeah, I know. They still the, drive me crazy with the time and um, they still mess with me or try to send me messages regarding the time on the clock. And I'm just like, people, I'm connected. Like, just tell me. Like, it's crazy. Uh, but uh, thank you, Ariana, for sharing that. And I'm glad that um, I want to say we, meaning me and my spiritual team upstairs, were able to assist you. Um, so, yes, um, absolutely. One of the topics I kind of want to speak about is, um, or maybe start this off with, is regarding um, being grounded and also releasing yourself from stale or overburdening types of relationships or something to that effect. And I feel like um, we have to do this, and it's something that's extremely important that we always have to remember to always stay grounded. It's tough. It's a journey to do all that, absolutely. Um, but I just feel as though that it's something that is, um, it's pivotal to the entire process of it, you know. Uh, how do you feel about that, Ariana? No, I totally agree. It is pivotal. Being grounded, first and foremost, is something that it's becoming, people are fast becoming aware of grounded, but what does grounded really, really mean? Absolutely. Um, with ground, grounding to me, and I think irrevocably, it means all it means in its simplest essence, in its simplest form, is to have your faith, believe in your faith, have it, whether it be God, whether it be source, whether it be the universe, you choose light or dark, what your faith is. We need everyone to be in the light. We need every light is God, light is love, light. It's whatever is great, whatever makes your heart manifest, jump for joy, and just want wonderful and amazing things for every human being, even the people we don't like. That's love. That's light. That's whatever you want to call it. I call it God. But absolutely, love in its form. Yeah, and it's like you know, um, you know, Jesus, for example, was one of the beginning individuals or few individuals who actually, you know, said like, "Love thy neighbor." love thyself and it's when we look at those aspects or what that to me means it's love that individual spiritually you know and it's it's not like because we are in this vessel we are not this vessel this is just a little temporary blood filled flesh covered 
suit that we have on to experience what we're carrying. Absolutely. Well, I, keep, I could spin up on so many tangents about this. Basically, I know. Uh, <laughs> just, just that, right? <laughs> yeah, but I think it's really important to release yourself also as well from any possible relationships, you know, and I know that that's easier said than done, but that I think that staying grounded and being grounded has a lot to do with that. Like they kind of go hand in hand, you know, and I feel like along the yeah, way, you can lose ourselves. Yeah, release and grounding, I think are two very, they're like stages, right? They're two separate things not to be included because you can't, until you're grounded, until you understand the concept of awareness until, and you've got that utmost faith, you don't need to release yourself from anything per se because you haven't attached yourself to anything that shouldn't be yours. Absolutely. We, That's a good uh, point. So we need to be grounded and, and most importantly, I wanted to talk about grounding because I think it's important that people does do absolutely understand the significance of having a faith, something that's strong, that you believe in, all right? What brings you here is good. What brings you here is grace. We live in it. We love it. We all want it, but we're fighting for it. We're not 100%. um, Because people look for so much. Okay, but coming back to grounding and tarot, I want to sort of get back to tarot. When people seek for answers through tarot, they are at their most vulnerable most of the time. We want Absolutely. to play with it, play with it. And, and that's where grounding, I think, is important for everybody to understand. When you go to tarot, tarot is a tool. It's a, it's a divination tool. You have the answers. Everybody already has what they need within themselves. Mark is a very learned intuitive. So he knows exactly his gifts, he knows how to channel, he knows how to practice. So he will read tarot for you, but people who go looking for answers in tarot are, re- no, I'm not going to say that because that could be, could be a bit offensive. <laughs> tarot, <laughs> tarot is not the be-all, end-all, and every good reader will tell you, take what resonates, and they are just general readings that they throw out there in social media, and people have to also remember that. You can get lost in it, and Listening oh, yeah. to too much of it at any one time can be a total, total, and I keep saying this to Mark, as a total head fart because you're reading the same general energies. You're listening to the same energies that every other tarot reader, majority, are getting for you. You will come across a tarot reader that's like, wow, you resonate with. If you really want to get a reading from somebody, don't resonate, to, don't resonate with people that are going to get you on an everyday I don't know what that was, <laughs> plumbing. Don't, we'll, we will be, because it's our, hu- it's our vanity, it's us as human beings, we will gravitate to people that we think get us. But when we think they get us, we're talking more about our ego. We're not talking about our high self. We're not talking about who we are. We're talking. Yeah, who we think we are. Absolutely. Who we think we are. So that's like when we think, oh, they're going to understand what I'm saying you know already instinctively that you are going towards a reader that's going to resonate with your pain. And you know what? A reader is going to resonate with your pain because you're getting, you're attaching, you become, you attach your emotions to that person, which is not fair because at the end of the day, that reader is also a person, but they're not just dealing with your energies. They're dealing with everybody else's energies that they let come through. Absolutely. And a reader and an intuitive, they have got more than just you and I going on. Mm-hmm. I do not have, and I do not want <laughs> to have conversations with real people most of the time, let alone a spirit who won't move. Seriously. 
seriously. So an intuitive, on the other hand, they they can maybe be, uh, a medium doesn't necessarily always know how to switch those um, tell those guests to get out. Yeah, it's so not me, being a medium. Absolutely, I can kind of concur with that. I think that when it comes to like tarot and mediumship. They are, you know, they do come together, but they are very different in terms of the energy, in terms of... This is what I'm saying, no. too. This is why I think tarot is a tool. It's, a, it's like playing games. It's not. It's got nothing to do with mediumship and the gift that people nurture. Um, Absolutely. Anyone can pick up tarot cards and play with tarot cards, and they can pull the same cards out. If they've got so much pain, so much intention, they want to see whatever they want to see, they're going to pull out the exact cards that their energy is going to pull out for them. They'll get the messages they want. They're just a game. So I'm going to win Tetris today. I'll shit you not. I will sit on my phone and play Tetris till I win that little bitch. Tarot's no different. Absolutely. And I think that, you know, it's important to always, you know, be aligned with yourself to know your truth, to know that when you go to that's a the, reader or a tarot reader, it's yeah. a perspective. That's all that it should be. And that's all that it is. You 100% know? agreed. And, and it's really important to also know your reader, what you're looking for. You know, there are different, a lot and of different types of readers you, out there. Yeah. And this is where grounding comes back to. Um, okay. It comes back in so many variations because if you decide to go out and pull those tarot cards, there's so much that goes on in the dark side behind tarot. You're invoking so much spirit. You don't Absolutely. know. It's good. It's bad. It's gray. You, if, if you're just looking for answers and you are wowed by the, the tax lotto numbers that tarot is going to pull for you, you're not only pulling those, those numbers per se. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> right. just ask your guides. Um, but you're not only you you are also invoking any little bugger that wants to sit around and sit on your and dance on your cards. And that oh, absolutely. And that's where grounding comes in. Grounding gives you the grounding and protection protection go hand in hand. So when you become aware, you will know intrinsically that you have to protect yourself. These are the two things that novices like me <laughs> and, and everybody else out there that wants to listen to tarot, that wants to play with. And I say play loosely because that's literally what you're doing when you step into a pool and you don't know how to swim. You're playing with your life. You're playing with spirit. I mean, 100%. And I mean, I think that it's also, it's interesting that you have said what you said because also, I mean, we have to, it goes back to choosing your reader. It goes back to mm -hmm. what is that, the intent of that reader? What is that reader vibrationally at? Vibration, you know? So then therefore, yeah. because then that tarot reader and their vibration is also going to allow certain spirits, certain, their guy, whoever the case may be, in as well. Yeah. So it's like a Absolutely. soul tie a little bit in a sense, or it's like an exchange of, of, um, of energy that kind of goes into it. And I mean, there are wonderful tarot readers out there. And also I just want to mention yeah. this too. I mean, because, you know, from personal experience is um, you necessarily don't have to connect to spirit, even though we all do, we're just not aware of it, but you necessarily don't have to have that mindset when you read tarot, you know, but when you, can connect to spirit and when you're aware of it and you get extra messages that the, it's not even about the cards anymore <laughs> that's kind of cool because that's, like, that's be. a little bit of, of like a, a little tip you know like it's really good it adds depth to the reading see 
So yeah, it, well, it, it's entertainment value. It's the TV. It gives you the picture, right? Mm-hmm. We can all go and learn how to read tarot and get a feeling and get in depth. But before, when you do do a, a tarot um, course and learn to read tarot, the first thing that you should be taught in that tarot class is how to ground and how to protect. Absolutely. Because anybody who picks up a tarot deck, they do it before. They, they already know they're walking around in their protection 24-7. And in the nicest way, I'm not saying that they're corny. They sit down, they zone out for... I mean, that's, that's, gosh, that's a luxury to be able to zone out. I know, right? Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> so, but they, they don't sit around and zone out. They know what they're doing. They not always know what they're doing because things get thrown at them. We think life throws shit at us. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine the shit that you're getting on different, different levels when you're connected, when you oh, practice to connect? Yeah. So. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I mean, and, and also too, I mean, I just want to kind of throw in there and add in here, like, you know, we also have to, I I don't know why I'm being guided to keep on going back to the reader. It's kind of like, it's like, I look at it like, what is the reader's interpretation of the messages that they are receiving? Is it coming from a place of empowerment and of positivity? Because tarot readers, absolutely, go ahead. Yeah. Tarot readers are... Respect to tarot readers and what they're doing, but people have to also remember that tarot readers at the end of the day are people too, and they are still struggling to connect the dots. Absolutely. And, and that's the problem. If we're always, they're always asking questions, not to ourselves, not to the person sitting next to them, but they're always asking questions from the higher self to show them what they need to know. A tarot reader can also be, unfortunately, there are some. And look, they, they can pull out some good on-point shit for you, but <laughs> yeah, they have lives too. And whatever their energies, if they've had like a real prick of a day, their reading's going to be influenced by oh, that. Oh, 100%. If you're picking up on that, if you, if you can resonate with a tarot reader who has gone through a real ass of a day and you can resonate on that energy, we have a tiny wee bit of a problem. There's a wee bit of misalignment there that's 100%. not either you or the tarot reader. And that's why it's very important to be grounded, to have protection and to be aware, aware of everything. The beauty of the synchronicities that everybody is making a big note of today is we've always ha- they are coming in full force, they are coming in stronger now because since 1958 there has been this huge movement into the light and it's something that everybody needs to do. Now I'm not saying I'm going cult or anything like that, mm-hmm. but if you just look at the transitions and the placements and if anybody's been feeling they're called purges today, the shifts that are happening. Oh my Lord. It's, it's been dictated since 1958 that these things were going to happen. This is all, it, it is all, it's a it's a plan. It's absolutely it's a matrix of things. So we've got people who are more interested today in reading tarot to find their awareness, to get their awakening. We've got people wanting to know more about twin flames today than they did ten years ago. What the fuck was it? Sorry, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> no, really, the twin flame, right? No, so seriously, the- absolutely. Because we go off onto the twin flame tangent, and Mark and I talked about this a little while ago. <laughs> it's not just about the twin flame. There's also you've got your twin flame, you've got your soulmate, and you've got your life partner. Ten years ago, it was all about the soulmate. 
Soulmate, yes. soulmate, soulmate, soulmate. Having the right person. Who is the fuck is the right person? We've <laughs> all got a journey to walk on. We've all got something to share. And we've all, we're coming through this gate. We're coming through this realisation now that, shit, I knew this. I knew that. Little things that sort of we may have thought 20 years ago, and I can say that. Oh, yes. <laughs> I, can go, I can go back 40 years ago if you like. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, nine years old was when I had my first epiphany. Oh, wow. And lo and behold, here we are. Anyways, right. um, But I'm not the only one that's had these epiphanies. Everybody who's had a moment of solace and had had has been able to sit in a time of bliss, and I could almost guarantee most children who have been raised with great guides have been have had that ability to sit in the sun and watch nature, listen to watch waters, just be really in tune with nature, have had simplistic epiphanies. Oh, absolutely. Does that make sense? So, oh, yeah, it does. Uh, so there's a lot of us that have had it. So I'm not special. We're all special, actually. We're all pretty amazing. But what we choose to listen to for generations, and I'd say about, say, the last 30 years, generations, maybe even longer. I know my parents were always sceptical of it because they didn't want to know about knowing they knew <laughs> yeah really seriously my parents look at me like i'm like crazy like they're like mark you and your planets and your zodiacs and i'm like y'all gonna see you guys will see and then sure enough the next day they manifest everything that i told them they shouldn't do <laughs> well, see, see the thing is evolution is so funny because we look at socrates and um all those philosophers from way back when they had the luxury of being lifelong learners, scholars, right? We don't have that luxury today. Mm-hmm. We have evolved so much that we are time poor, that our life is already mapped out. Nine to five, we're racing out to our jobs. 5.30, 6.30, we're getting home. 6.30, maybe to 8 o'clock. But yeah, everything's work, always, we're dinner. on a schedule. It's, we're on, yeah, we're on a schedule and... Life is not the same as what it once was, where you could take long walks in the park and study every friggin' insect in the grass. We don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a really, really, really good point. That's why I, I like to take off sometimes to Rosarito or Mexico because it's very slow. People are actually walking, and it's um it's a slower pace. It's um it's kind of I want to say like getting back to basics in a sense and that's Absolutely, what 100%. I'm, that's what I'm hoping and that's what will eventually come of I mean I don't want to get off topic here but Uranus moving you know through the constellation of Taurus um, it's going to reinstill a lot of that within us and bring us back to basics I mean we're going to tell credit card companies you can't do that or you can't do this why because it puts me and everyone else in a bad position like it's taking our power back in a sense but in a naturalistic organic way if that makes sense um and also i mean i kind of just wanted to kind of discuss a little bit here too i mean like regarding watching too much you know tarot and i see that Mm -hmm. i mean even through my experience before i even started my my channel you know and everything of the sort um, sometimes if we consume ourselves, if we're looking per se, and I'm putting like a little air quotes up, if we're looking for an answer, we tend to just literally binge on tarot readings. You know what I mean? And we try and, <laughs> I mean, <it's> so <laughs> and we try and connect the dots that are not 
supposed to be connected or that are not connected because it goes back to what the reader is and what they're interpreting and their own spiritual path and their own, you know, groundedness and everything of the, of the sort, you know, and our different abilities. And the head fuck of all of that. Yeah. The head fuck of all of that is that you listen to, you listen to so many tarot readers. You can, you're creating, you begin to create what doesn't belong to you by you start to create your own intention with the negative because it becomes negative. My head fuckers ego. Mm-hmm. Anything can, it goes to your head, right? You go listening to too much tarot, you will get a white night, eventually a white night, <laughs> a white noise headache where your, okay, your cranium, your ego, your, your head will explode and you've created so much negativity in your everyday real life, you won't be able to actually function that's how much of a headache constant reading of tarot is and can be it dismisses everything because those things become more important to what's actually happening because you've forgotten to build your own life you've forgotten to build create your own world you give up your power like you said Mark. you give up your power when you rely on tarot and that's why it's so important Again, coming back to being grounded, getting getting in touch with nature, having that moment of bliss so that you'll find your groundedness in that and you'll be also be able to, well, it makes you more aware of everything that's going on around you internally and externally. Grounding, yep, yeah, it does all of that. And that's how you can find your reader. That's how you will find your reader. You will not find your reader reading a hundred different tarots or listening listening to a hundred different readers every you know just well yeah i mean you'll start to hear give it gives that you'll start to hear too many different perspectives and okay granted that you know there are some readers that even i find that you know whenever i you know record my generals whatever the case may be for that month um i don't listen to any tarot you know so because i don't want to become influenced or you know kind of in the, the background chatter going on in my in my mind you know and um in saying that sometimes i find that you know there may be certain readers that their messages kind of coincide so they may be part of their own or the same oversoul or there may be a connection there now that doesn't necessarily mean you know that those groups of readers are um are much more on the same page yeah or that or that they should be like looked at as like the knowing ones in a sense Yes, you know, because tarot helps different people in different areas, you know, but it's just important to always remember that you have to be careful with the intentions of the readings. You have to be careful with just hearing too many perspectives, because then what you end up doing is that you don't build your own perspective and you start to believe things that aren't even real just by like someone saying something random within a reading. Now, when they're saying that random thing, it obviously is meant for someone out there, but it's not possibly maybe meant for you you know and then you're like oh my god i'm i'm like i'm like being haunted by spirits and it's like no that's not what's going on that was just something that someone picked up while they were sitting there recording that you know that reader was recording that and it's just we have to be extremely careful regarding um just listening to too much tarot i mean i was guilty of that at one time you know because it does become a little bit addicting like you know it can come like you know we see the titles and we're like oh my god that looks like oh my god oh my god you know we kind of you look for yeah you look for what you look you look for what you're what you're wanting to hear and that's what people i think initially go to tarot for to hear what 
to hear what well they they don't want to be accountable for how they feel they'll go to tarot but potentially go to tarot to get answers for um to get answers for things that they already know the answers to but if somebody else can validate that for them it makes it makes their it strength to I've just got to move myself for a sec. <laughs> it adds strength to what they they think they already know, but they don't want to hear that hear their gut or their intuition or what they should. They don't want to. Am I making yes. sense? Yes. Uh, just a bit distracted. Okay. What What it is is that <laughs> I think that um to kind of branch off which uh, regarding what you were stating here, I just came. I just got this little download. Is like you know there's nothing. Okay. There's nothing wrong with, and this comes from my own personal experience with my clients, you know, um, and just in general, but a lot of the times, you know, a lot of times we go to, or individuals go to tarot readers to find out about someone else, or they want to find out like yes. why he or she cheated. Why did he, it's the yep. intent of what they're trying to get out of it. And instead of looking for that answer in terms of like, why did he or she leave me or cheat on me? How about we go to the reader, like a reader like me, where I would say, well, you know what? Let's look at the situation and see where maybe both of you are not understanding each other. That's a different intent. That would be, that, yeah, that, that would be a better tech. That would be a healthy attack. And that's when it goes back to knowing your reader and knowing what's their intention. What is really there? Are they, now I'm not saying that readers who focus on the other person is a bad thing, you know? it's going to help and serve someone out there. And I'm not going to disregard that. But at the same time, it's what are we looking for? What's the intent of the reading? And that's when I feel that when you are within that intention or you are, you involve that intention or you embody that type of intention, that's when you invoke certain energies and spirits that come through because it's matching that vibration. Because we have to remember, you know, if we're vibrating at a certain frequency and if we are vibrating too low, we cannot access higher dimensions and vice versa. If we are vibrating high enough and the lower dimensions can't access us as well. So it goes hand in hand with that. And I think that the most important thing to take away from here is just always want to go to a reader and just say, can you please provide me with a different perspective? Not tell me what I should do. Tell me what I should do you know even me i don't like to tell my clients i think you should do this i give the information i may say like um i may throw my opinion in there a little bit or i may say based upon what i said i feel like maybe this is the most strongest vibration that fits your needs i may say something like that but i never tell a client oh you should do this or this is what's going on and that ego needs to be released because it's not about us, the reader. It's about the querent. It, um, the querent. It's about you guys. You know what I mean? And it's that's what I'm saying. Always goes back to the intent of the reader. It, it really does. And people are gonna vibrate with who they vibrate or who they're vibrationally attracted to. And it's all a learning yeah. lesson at the end. Do you know what I mean? I mean that's what's very important to have a discerning soul and to really understand like what's really going on here. You know what I mean? Would you agree that most people that go to tarot readers initially is because they're at, they're in such a vulnerable position in their own soul and they are at a low vibration? Absolutely, we are. We can, and and when when they 
yeah, when they do go to a tarot reader, the tarot reader is not going to, of course, put them down and make them feel like they're shit. (laughs) No, they're not going to do that. And, yes, they're going to say the right things to, to to the client, but the client has to take some responsibility, like, and I think that's where you're coming from with the intent of the reader and for the client to understand the intent of the reader. I know in my own experience that when I have gone to look and play with tarot, it's because well, generally that I always end up just getting validated for what I already mm-hmm. know and that's just a waste of time. But I do it again and again anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I hoping it'll change but then give up eventually and go off on a different tangent. But a lot of people don't. They go purely for the solace and their reconciliation and they will hold on for months that there's going to be a reconciliation for their their partner that's just left them or the breakup or whatever. The majority of people that go to readers are relationship readings. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Back in what we forget, right, is that even going to readers for career advice, which is also not a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> if you think about it, right, kingdoms gone long and lost and gone. They all had seers. They all had spiritual guides to tell them and villages had spiritual guides to advise them, um, crops and warfare and all sorts of stuff. So they can't be um, undermined or disrespected in any way but because it's becoming such a commercial thing and because also with the changes and everything everybody's emotions are just going hectic off the chart it's going to pull more people to tarot but people have to be really really careful with tarot and that's I think that was the the basis of what it was our topic was going to be Uh, absolutely being being mindful of your tarot reader um, be mindful, be, be gentle with yourself as well. Because 100%. You're going, if before you go to a tarot reader or you feel like you need to go, maybe you just need to have someone to talk to, right? Yeah, 100%. Before you start to invest in what the tarot reader is telling you because a tarot reader could be telling you something that, a tarot reader can tell you stuff that you never even gave thought to. Oh, 100%. And before you know it, you've just made that thought a reality because you've hung on to what the tarot the tarot reader has said and you've created a an, a consciousness you've created a storm for yourself yeah <laughs> or a storm i mean absolutely 100 percent. and i mean you know in my own opinion you know which is what this whole damn podcast is about but i feel as though that maybe in closing of this um of this segment is that we have to remember too what going back to the intent of the reader in terms of are they empowering you when i say empower it's are they giving you advice in terms of possibly also, i mean absolutely guided advice but are they giving you advice regarding how to better the situation how to be a better and stronger person so that therefore you can look at things from a spiritual perspective or are they telling you things like you know oh oh i think your husband's cheating on you with like with your with with your sister like and it can probably not be true and then you hold on to that like it it all goes back to what what it always is it's intent 
what's that reader trying to do, what's on their mind. I believe that tarot reading should always provide a different perspective, you know. Also, it should empower the, the querent as well. It should give the, that person or that individual should leave the, from that reading with empowerment and feeling better and saying, you know what, it's not as bad as I thought it was. I can, I, I can do this. I can accomplish this and fixing whatever it's going on. And I feel like that vibrational set is extremely important. And how you walk away from a reading is, says a lot about the reader. Absolutely, 100%. And I can, I can, with all my heart, absolutely say that when you read, Mart, you're not giving me or your clients. The messages you give are not from the cards. The messages you give are straight from your guides. Oh, and when you speak to your clients, you do, you're, you're doing an absolute amazing job by relaying the messages that you're gifted to be given for your client. Now, that's the difference between a, a spiritual counsellor and a tarot reader. And I think that's what people who really do drive towards tarot readers per se Mm-hmm. understand what the strength or what the passion or where the heart of that tarot reader comes from because Mark's amazing. Well, thank you Isn't so intuitive. much. He can, re- he can read tarot cards, but when you speak to Mark, you're getting messages from his higher self. Oh, you're absolutely, getting- 100%. I mean, it's the cards. It's, it's amazing. So there are tarot readers, and I can read tarot. I can read tarot, but you can read tarot too. Anyone can pick up a deck of cards and read absolutely. tarot, but you must be grounded. You must be protected because you're invoking spirit. You, can, you don't know what spirit you're invoking. Any and every spirit is coming to the party. Not much different to a Ouija board. In a sense, yeah, absolutely. Be... And then that's when you have to know and have a discerning soul in terms of like what is really going on here? What is the intent of this reading? What am I trying to vibrationally walk away from with? You know, and I believe that um, that's really what it is. And thank you, Ariana, for... Boosting my ego. I'm just kidding. But it's more of like, I mean, <laughs> you're very welcome. You guys, I mean, I, you guys should, I don't know, like you guys should see, but sometimes in my area as I'm recording my general readings, or I always say my, I hate when I say that, your guys' general readings, um, I feel so much energy around, like literally, like if someone can put on like spirit glasses or something or spirit spectacles, like literally sometimes there's like, 15 people around me like and I'm just like oh my god what the heck is going on here like not that I'm nervous it's just it's so much energy and I really have to like turn around and tell them you guys need a backup because y'all are just on my neck like you know and it's like yeah it's it's crazy when you connect and it's crazy when you are aware of it because a lot of times we are not if we don't have that discerning soul um but yeah let's go ahead and end the segment here it's we're almost up to 40 minutes um Thank you, Ariana, for coming in and um, having or doing this podcast with me. And um, a lot of the things that you said were, I think it's going to give a lot of people um, a different perspective, you know, in terms of how to, I, I'm just going to keep on saying it, you know, what's really going on here? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I love that. And um, being work just gets way too real, 100%. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's why on, on, um, on the wallpaper of when I upload this to YouTube, uh, it does state that it says, um, 
when what does it say oh my god i just kind of forgot it right now <laughs> when being woke just yeah, gets there it goes <laughs> when woke just gets way too real like and absolutely that's really what it is um if, but it's amazing when it gets way too real it's amazing it's just embrace it absolutely okay ariana um if anyone would be interested in contacting you how can they find you oh we had this we did have this conversation. What did we say? <laughs> they were going to contact me through you. Didn't we? Okay, well, we can do that too. Make sure you put in the subject line, attention, Ariana, mystery guest. But um, all right, guys, if you'd like to book a reading with uh, me, Mark, and Tudor Perceptions, um, tudorperceptions.com. I'm also on Facebook, Facebook Messenger, uh, also here on Anchor. And um, we hope that uh, you guys appreciated and liked this segment and it provided you guys with um, a different perspective regarding how to approach all of the occultic issues of life but um all right guys we're gonna go ahead and end it here thank you so much ariana once again for joining me on this segment and thank you so much all right guys we'll go thank you for having me i hope i haven't offended too many people (laughs) me too i'm like oh my god marks with this shit that comes out of my mouth but okay (laughs) all right guys we'll see you thank you so much okay just soon bye